0: Last time on Knights of the World Table, the team raced through a portal back to the Great Library on word that Celias was in danger. Sarsa landed on top of her old pal, Jarek Darkharver. Their interaction was complicated, intense, and ended up in her turning to a werewolf. They're still working that out. Meanwhile, books are eating people on the fourth floor and Timothy the intern seems less trustworthy than he initially appeared.
1: As you all separately arrive in the scroll within several seconds of of each other, uh, what you see is you find yourself on a battlefield. You are not inside of the scroll, as far as you can tell. You're on a battlefield outside. It's huge, uh, ancient amidst the smoke, the dust and the heavy fog. It's nearly impossible to tell where you are or even who you're fighting, but it's clearly a battle. And an ugly one at that. Just the, the smell of the, of the blood and the sounds of the weapons uh, around you tell you it, it that it's a battle. Oliver, give me a history check. Right. Quite good at that. Well, you lived most of it, so I hope so. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. You absolutely recognize this place, but you're not 100% sure why it is like nagging at you you recognize it though like you were here
2: oh i know this 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 is very familiar I, this this rings a couple of bells this is a battle that i know it's hmm, tip of the tongue um
3: i could have told you it was a battle
2: hold on there mr dunk harder
1: i'm i'll think of it i know you're doing that on purpose as you guys are uh trying to get your bearings uh, uh another soldier behind you looks over his shoulder and yells we can hold them you go get up there and finish this and he points up uh like he gestures at a hill uh nearby with an imposing figure standing at the top of it right we'll finish it um and what and who is that up there soldier go now and he moves forward to to like hold off this advancing wave of uh, enemy soldiers, presumably enemy soldiers, along with many many other soldiers. Are they wearing like two different colors? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tell. I mean, do we know different hats? You you seem to be wearing the Shirts same and skins. You seem to be wearing the same a similar type of armor as the uh, as the guy who just yelled at you. You can do this, sir. He says as he charges in thank you thank you for a vote of confidence all right
2: well everyone's here good um we all got transported into this battle of which i have a feeling that this scroll is is a documentation of this battle but somehow it's been personified to life and we've gone inside of it similarly to how your party went inside to when I was writing in my diary, it, it, somehow these these uh, texts are coming to life. As w- we might be actually in this moment in time,
0: right? But how do we get out of it? Because this is not where Slayus is, and therefore is not where we're intended to be.
2: Right? He's inside of a different book, so we have to finish whatever event this is. Maybe the event this is culminating in the battle with this this large imposing figure on the on the the fjord there and and we have to uh do something and then that will transport us out of this thing that's i'm just conjecturing that's how these things go all right
3: sounds good let's fight the big guy
2: i don't see a door anywhere so i I, i'm
3: assuming that, that
2: this is just how we're going to have to handle this
3: right everyone here we're probably the main characters
2: we're, we're actually wearing different things. We're wearing, like, armor and stuff. Is
0: this, like, the holodeck on the Enterprise? Like, are we...
1: <laughs> well, I can tell you what's going on. you got to figure it out yourself. Right. Are
0: we wearing, like, Shakespeare clothes now?
1: No, you're wearing, like, armor. Like, if, you, if those of you who already wear armor, it's your armor, but it's got slightly different color, slightly different cut, cool. But it still feels like you. You all look like yourselves. Oliver
3: will run towards the large whatever figure. All right.
1: Caliber, like, fable. Ah! Yeah.
3: Jerek um, runs with him and tries to keep up. Come on, cool. Jer- Come on, uh, Mr. Dank Headboard.
0: Jerek, you stay in the back. Don't go running up front.
3: Come on. Jerek runs back, grabs Sarce's hand, and runs
1: up. <laughs> yeah. So you guys all make your way up the hill as you're running up, you know, they're, there's
4: to one
2: another's hand.
1: There's some other enemies <laughs> running
2: just as fast as we can.
1: <laughs> try to attack you, but you you manage to like knock them back or push them back or hit them with swords and no one really stops you and you make it to the top. The large figure turns and looks at all of you. His face is obscured by a fearsome visor and he's got like a big gray beard and he points at Oliver Ugh. and he says I'm glad you could make it, brother. What? And this is when you realize where you are. You are in a battle that you fought hundreds of years ago called the Battle of Swords Shrine. And you were there. Uh, But you, this isn't your brother. This was, he he wasn't the one who was called out. Uh, it, It wasn't you. You were actually this. You remember, you were the soldier that told your commander, Elar, to get up. The hill and take care of this problem oh so if i think i'm elar i'm putting this together then mm-hmm. would i know the name of this guy yes you would elar's brother your brother's name is delnar in the original history since you rolled so well elar actually loses this fight to delnar and dies in the process yeah but now delnar is calling out you treating you as elar all right uh listen my friends i think i know this is an
2: actual moment in time, and we have to play this out. Whatever happens, don't step in. All right, Delnar. It is I, Ela, son of Kevlar. <laughs> sure, why not? Light of the Eastern Troud, and I call you out, brother.
3: Is this like a cosplay thing he does, or what's <laughs> Shut up!
1: Shut up. Uh, very well. He steps forward, and has like a spear in one hand and a large shield in the other and you you'll have whatever you normally fight with i guess yeah just to make life got easy my staff for yeah. uh go ahead and roll initiative chris roll oh yeah 24 natural 20 all right you're gonna go first he says come on then right let's do it i'm still hasted <laughs> oh yeah I forgot about that
2: <laughs> and oliver will run forward and make a Ton of strikes.
1: <laughs>
2: Get ready, here I'm it comes. Ready. I'm going to attack twice with my staff, thirty to hit.
1: <laughs> yeah, that hits.
2: Also thirty. I rolled eighteen twice uh, hit. to hit. Um, that's
1: going to be. Do you have a plus twelve to hit? I do.
2: <laughs> Jeez. First one is thirteen bludgeoning damage. This okay. is a magical weapon, by the way. Okay. Then ten. I rolled only rolled a one. So that was two actions. Then I'm going to, with haste, I'm going to get. No, that was my first action. Okay, so I get two more. 31 to uh, hit. hit. That hits. 25 to hit. Damage is 16 and 11. So that and then so now that was my second attack. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to use my haste, which is an additional action. 14. Misses. 18. Hits. That one does eight. I'll use a charge on my staff. So I'll take an additional two points of force damage. (laughs) And then I'll do a bonus action. Flurry of blows. (laughs) That was like, bam, 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 bam. Like six attacks. Uh, Just. And then I kind of swing the stick down and just go bap, bap. Like backhand, (laughs) just kind of backhand him twice. Like that Batman meme, like, come on! (laughs) That's two unarmed attack. 12, probably miss. Miss. And 13. Miss. Okay, so those don't do anything. And... (laughs) Action (laughs) Surge! Nice! Yeah!
3: (laughs) Why stop now? Action
2: Surge, baby! (laughs) Action Surge is another one additional action on your turn. We use one times per short rest. Action search. Here we go. With the staff. 16. Hits.
1: 30. Damage. Oh no, 30 is the 30 other. To hit. That also hits. So additional 12
2: and 12. Is that is that your turn? <laughs> That's my turn. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Oliver jumps in there and just wails on uh Delnar. Uh just hitting him from every side. Uh Delnar is He's taking the hits, but he looks bad. Goes to one knee for a second, but manages to stand back up. Is that all you got? And then he attacks. Don't flatter yourself, Delna! He kind of turns back to Randall and kind of gives him a wink, like, hey, thanks. (laughs) You got it, buddy. So he uh, goes at you with a spear to start with. A 18 hit? No. So he misses with the first swing of the spear, and then he kind of turns it around and... And lo- and attacks you with it. Uh, does a twenty three hit? Yes. Okay. That's fourteen damage. Okay. And then he uh, takes his shield and he charges at you. Oh, how about the Dirty twenty to hit. Miss. Ooh.
2: Armor class is twenty two now.
1: Nice. Jeez, Louise. Uh, with with haste. <laughs> Boy, that makes
2: sense. I just do that thing where like grab the shield and he pushes against it. And I just go
1: back like. Heels digging into the dirt. He's gonna, he's gonna take his his shield and try to like he ran. So he he charges at you. You managed to dodge out of the way, and then he tries to smack you with the uh, shield. Checked out is gonna hit. <laughs> nope, it does not hit. Uh, so he you managed to duck under the shield. <clears throat> so he's not looking good, and he just missed a lot. Elar doing way better in this fight than he did in the original in the original history.
2: And I kind of turn back to my party and i say so like while he's doing this these maneuvering like, just, like pushing all this time i'm like in the original battle <laughs> Ela loses the fight to delna it, it was a massacre but i don't know if i should uh, get the original the original outcome or try to try to win this battle
0: and well, we are trying to break out of it so you know Maybe by breaking the story, it'll get us out of this stupid scroll. Like, maybe it'll expel us if we keep changing the ending.
2: What? Okay. Thank you, Sasa. Plus I
0: kind of just want to see you cream this day. Uh, uh,
2: what, say, what say you Tiburon or, or, or Randall? Take him out. Go for okay. it. Change history. to the better end, Oliver. All right. What say you, Jarek? Uh, you know, go for it. We'll avenge you if you lose. <laughs> uh, but... Well, I might have to lose in order to win, but yeah, but we'll see that. All right. Thank you, Mr. Dart Harvard.
3: Mm, you said it. All right. Yeah.
2: All right. So it's my turn again. Yes. I mean, I guess there's nothing that says that I, that I can't get them to attack. Yeah. So I'm going to go like, I'm still holding onto a shield. I'd like to use, um, shove or grapple. I basically want to take a shield, kind of swing him around towards Tiburon. Okay. So it like slingshot him around. So Tiburon just has like a, like a. you know, and batter up.
1: Sounds like a strength contest to me.
2: Tiburon, stand ready! And I'll just uh, what do I do? Roll strength? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Can't beat Dex? (laughs) Nope.
1: (laughs) Okay. Oh, not bad. 23? That beats me. I got an 18. Sweet. All right. Shot put! (laughs) Yeah, so you swing him around and actually, like, you manage to hang on to his shield, and he, like, loses his balance and stumbles towards Tiburon. Tiburon, if you want to take an attack, you're Welcome to?
5: Oh, yeah. Let's do it. I'm just going to go for a bunch of stabs. Uh, We got a 25, 27, and 29.
1: (laughs) Uh, All those are going to (laughs) hit.
4: Good. Uh, 45.
1: Okay. How do you want to do this? (laughs) Ooh!
4: Describe Uh, your victory.
5: I guess we'll say uh, uh, I go for two stabs and then the last one will be just sort of like both both swords like swing uh, and see if I can get a, a, a decapitation a dramatic decapitation going
1: roll performance I want to see if you get the dramatic decapitation
5: okay <laughs> all right
2: like swing around going for the slice mm-hmm. <laughs> see if it like gets gets his neck or
5: it's like his back. shoulder <laughs> anime close-up ah. Uh...
1: Oh, yes. I had a DC 15 for that in my head. Yeah, you swing the swords around (laughs) and his head gets lopped off and like goes flying and rolls down the hill. As soon as his head leaves his body, uh, you are all surrounded by smoke and mist and dust and just kind of like what happened when you first uh, lost your visibility inside of that dome. And you find yourselves back. In the it back in that dome. The scroll is charred and uh damaged, actually cut in half, or I guess in in a, there's a third lopped off the top. Uh wh- however you decapitate a scroll, that's what it looks like. In twain. Yeah, it's split shredded. Scroll, twain. Yeah, it's shredded, shredded scroll. But we got out you all take you get a massive like wave of psychic energy, like comes out of the scroll, and you all take 14 points of psychic damage, ah. and then Tiburon and Oliver, since you specifically uh, attacked him, you each take an additional 10 points of psychic damage. Oh!
0: Ah. ah! my head! Oh, uh. I'm assuming that like, since Jarek and I, we have resistance, but we're both taking damage, that it's yes. still just... I damage. don't know
1: how Warded, Warded Bond works on that yeah. Kind of thing. No, I think only he takes damage if you take damage. I don't think it goes the other way. If I yeah, so it was ten psychic damage. Uh, it was four, fourteen psychic damage to all of you, and then uh, Tiburon and, and Oliver got an additional ten.
0: But we have resistance.
3: Okay, so Sarsa takes seven. I would take twenty-one, but five of those will be my temporary eight. eight. What, what? Everybody Everybody uh, roll insight. I'm so
1: good. Oliver at that.
2: takes a knee. Is just kind of taking a minute to ah. Oh, oh, my temples. Oh, that that's that smarts.
1: 14, oh, baby. 19.
4: <laughs> 7,
1: 14. The, those of you who got over 15, you have a strong suspicion that that psychic backlash was from not completing the story correctly. Boo.
2: Ah. Oh, why on earth did that happen? We made
4: him kill. You know,
0: so remember when I was like, oh, let's do the different thing than how the story is supposed to end? You told me to win!
2: I could have easily not won. I mean, it felt
0: really good.
3: I don't know if not winning would have necessarily turned out better for you, but like, yeah, I think this is the story ending wrong. (laughs) Next
0: time, let's see if we can follow the story, but also manage to not die in the process.
2: Next time, we have to go inside another book or scroll.
1: Yeah, the skinny book is still there. Well, there's that one.
0: <laughs> Just saying, if it happens to happen that way, I'd like to find the one that's got the uh, the buffer fella, the long flowing hair. That seems more a little bit more my speed.
3: Are the cow and the horse and the duck still in the dome? Yeah, there's a couple of there's a couple animals wandering around,
1: but uh, ultimately Uh-oh. it's but the the skinny book Uh-oh. has like backed Uh-oh. all the way Uh-oh. up against the dome in the direction oh. uh, Sarsa that you sense Silius is in. Like it almost seems like it's going through the book, and it's like trying to get out of the dome. But it's it's
0: stop that book of it's animals. With, I is gonna sprint towards the book.
1: Yeah, just to save time, I'm gonna say the book eats all of you.
0: Ah! <laughs>
4: <No>.
1: <laughs> you guys all run to attack, and the book goes jump! And it eats you. <laughs> you find yourselves in a forest town. Uh, everything is uh, colorful and and bright. The sun is shining and has a happy face on it. And there's anthropomorphic animals all over the place, uh, including yourselves. Sarsa, yeah. you're you're an anthropomorphic seagull. Tiburon, somehow you're on land, but you're a shark. <laughs> Oliver, you're an elephant. Oh, my goodness. Jarek is a pig. And Randall? Yeah is a possum. Yay! Nailed it. You're all walking uh towards a clearing in Wait, wait, Wales. wait, wait. <laughs> if we landed in this place, we would not just start walking with no conversation. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you assume the characters who are walking. Uh you can also speak. What? what? Why do I feel taller? Oh my ah. goodness
0: gracious. Sasha, um you uh, how do I say Are this? charming, you... gorgeous at look. all times. Uh, I think we need to talk about Jarek. Jarek, you um... look different. Mm.
3: <laughs> how so?
0: Well, you know. uh
3: Handsomer. Tell me, am I a lion? Okay. I'd love to be a lion. I always felt like I had lion like qualities. Wait.
2: All of you are animals. Oh, am, I, am I an animal as well? Oh my goodness, I am an animal. I'm some sort of pachyderm.
0: I, 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 oh, uh, yeah, these would be feathers. You know, I've been doing a lot of, uh, changing into animals lately. I don't know that i really like it.
2: All right, I have a theory. What, remember, we went into that big book and it was a big war and it was like a history? Maybe this is, this was a thin book, right? Maybe this is some sort of, um, uh, anecdote or, or nursery rhyme or children's tale.
0: Well, please tell me it ain't poetry. Well, I
2: don't, uh, I, I, I mean, we all know a lot of poetry about animals that we read to our children or grandchildren. But um, would we, uh, we DM, would would, would any of this ring a bell in terms of like, you know, the elephant, the duck and the muskrat? You know, like, like is it a is it a <laughs> common tale or is this like recognizable at all? Uh,
1: I don't think what you've seen so far would ring a bell. I'll have I'll have you roll history in a little bit, but not
3: yet.
2: Okay,,
3: y'all, right. what do I look like? Am I like a bear, some sort of like fierce like warrior creature maybe I'm like a like a wolf or I don't see fur I mean I'm pink, I'm just like regular colors. What do I look like? Can you tell
0: <laughs> well you, do, you you got you got to, a wee little curly tail tailed hair on the end of you, and um.
3: He like tries to look behind him and he can't. You are a uh, you are a swine, so Oh you man! A swine. <laughs> All it. right. Does anybody know how this book ends? We don't want to do it like the last. You no, know, I'm sorry. You
0: couldn't be a majestic eagle like me.
3: You are beautiful and appropriate. Uh, sure. We'll go with that. Yeah.
2: Well, the only one that didn't change was was uh was Roderick. Who me? No, I'm I'm completely different. Randall! Oh Randall, sorry, I'm still getting used to all of your names. I'm nothing like my former self.
0: Does he? Does he look like different? Like, is he less of like a
2: trash panda?
0: <laughs> is his species actually possum, or is he like? Is it kind of like an aracocro, where it's like a bird but a humanoid bird? Like, he'd be more like that, right? So, like in this instance, he's turned into a literal possum, or is he? Does he look exactly? they are all the same?
1: anthropomorphic versions of these animals.
0: Oh. Thought, Which is why
1: Tiburon is able to like walk around, given that he's a shark.
0: <laughs> got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now we're now we're cooking. Okay. I I I misunderstood that.
3: So then Randall doesn't look any different. Um, he's cute. No, you're usually like a possum man, and now you're more like like a man possum. man possum. <laughs> okay, I got it. Yeah, got it. crystal clear.
2: Uh, Tiburon, uh, good man. I don't mean to alarm you, but. Um, you seem to have the head of a uh,
3: shark you're a super uh, cool a rad shark uh, just like you were
5: I can't be a shark how can I be walking around if I'm a shark sharks ain't got legs
3: you have a shark head
2: but a, a, a gray muscular body like a land shark
1: it's pretty rad
0: uh I want to <laughs> attempt I want to attempt to fly. Sars isn't, she's not going to say anything. I'm just, I'm just going to start flapping my legs, wings and see what happens. You get
1: like a foot off the ground.
0: Hey! <laughs> Look you lot, I'm, I'm flying!
1: You're also getting real tired real fast. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm a wee bit winded, but I, I, I was hovering a little bit there. I bet I could glide.
2: Well, I suggest we... Um, it seems like we're on a path towards a town, so why don't we go into uh, the, the, this place and, and see if we can figure out what's going on
1: so we can get out. Yeah. Uh, so you guys progress forward, and as you enter the town square, uh, all of the anthropomorphic animals have uh, disappeared for a moment. And then they all jump out and yell,
4: Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Oh.
1: happy
0: birthday oh, randall
4: good.
3: what oh uh yay it your birthday
4: yeah i didn't want to say anything
3: hello nights the world table and thank you as always for listening i think this episode is like technically almost uh back on a release schedule which we haven't had for like the whole summer so maybe i can keep that up probably not Um, Happy birthday to Jeff, it was Jeff's actual birthday when we were recording this particular episode Which is why we made it Randall's birthday in the story Um, And so thanks for being a good sport and recording with us on your special day, Jeff Um, I wanted to do another little shout out to an old friend, Ethan Who uh, operates a website, and Instagram account, and other things called Liars for Hire L-Y-E-R-E-S, like the instrument for hire and he does all sorts of stuff. He's a DM who lives in Chicago. Does like a DM for hire stuff and other things. But what he does on all of his social media, it's really awesome. He's on Instagram and wherever whatever your social media you're on, see if he's on there. Lyres for hire. But uh, he publishes all these like uh, idioms and like phrases in thieves' cant and just like ideas for. Um, like, Magical Pets in Taverns is one he's published. I'm looking at a bunch of stuff he's put out. Put out. And it's just awesome little bits of D&D culture and language. So I'm going to click on Magical Pets in Taverns. And he has one called Bug, a powerful magic firefly who was somehow granted a contract with a greater fiend and now works as security at the tavern, often called the fireball fly, as they sometimes flicker threateningly. What a great idea. Uh, just and it's just like so much stuff like that. Witch idioms, uh, scion idioms, knight idioms, fun tavern ideas, weird warlock patrons, catfolk idioms, cleric idioms. Let's look at druid speech. So he makes up phrases that uh, might be used by this group of people, like "bite the falling apple," which would refer to trying to snatch it. St- Trying to snatch a last-minute opportunity—it's just amazing. I love how his mind works. It's such a just a rich amount of stuff. So if you're DMing and you're going to visit a, you know, a a, a dwarf city, then you can print out his dwarf idioms and you can just sprinkle in some like amazing dwarf cultural language that uh, he's created. And so. Check it out, liars for hire, and thank you so much, Ethan, for all your great work. And for everybody else, take care of yourself, take care of each other, and make life an adventure. Oh man!
4: Why didn't you tell us? There's a
0: bit of adventure and get in the way of celebrating a birthday, there, boyo. Oh, that's okay.
4: Well, uh, how old are you, Randall? I'm nine. Really old for a possum. I don't know how it works for possum. So old.
2: They don't have a very long uh, shelf life as it were. The life expectancy of a possum traditionally just the animal version. Now I'm not sure about the humanoid version but well I guess that tracks.
4: It's usually much less we tend to get ran over by cars a lot more. What uh, cart? You mean carts? Yeah that's what I said.
3: Mm
2: Well, um, um, good on you. Happy birthday. Uh, ha- happy day of your birth, then.
3: I'm going to whisper to so like, distract him a minute. And I'm going to go off and look for some real nice garbage to bring him. Can I go sure. out and search for garbage? Is there a role uh, for that?
1: Role investigation. All right.
0: As a man who's now of a certain age, uh, let's talk about your, your long-term uh, aspirations. What do you see has been... Uh, what would you like to accomplish in the next year? You know, it's important to have goals.
4: Well, it'd be really nice to have, um, you know, uh, a-, a litter of possums of my own. Um, maybe my own garbage dump. Uh, yeah. Just settle down and, you know, be fermenting my own garbage.
3: <laughs> 15 on investigation. Uh,
4: yeah, you find some garbage.
1: Some good-looking garbage. There's like Some recently discarded Uh. food, uh,
3: uh, some weird spring. That's good garbage.
1: (laughs) I'm going to fashion
3: all that stuff into something vaguely birthday cake shaped.
1: Uh, While you're out hunting for trash and they're uh, having a conversation, uh, the other animals in town are all uh, bringing out their gifts for Randall. And one of them brings out an actual birthday cake. And uh, there's... uh, there's an anthropomorphic cockroach and a raven and a bee and there's a cat and a dog and there's a horse, you know, typical animals, um, all over the place, <laughs> and they're all celebrating. Oliver would like to find one that looks um,
2: worldly, like is a bit of a, you know, town official or something, and and go up to them, uh, you know, and so I can ask some questions. Uh,
1: the walrus has a mayor badge on. The walrus. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent.
2: All right. Um, hello. Uh, good. Good, sir. Good. Good, lady. Uh, uh, to... Hello. Hello. Uh, I. My name is Oliver. I am. You are. Um. Someone of importance. Yes, I'm Mayor like Wallace, well. and I know you, Oliver. Ah, yes. I am <laughs> Oliver the Elephant. Of course, you are. And yes as as we all know and and my friend over there it's his birthday Randall, yes, Randall, right
1: Randall it's my idea to throw this party
2: oh well thank you um listen um how does this story end story I mean wh- what normally goes on in the town here what what's what's happening today besides the
1: the birthday this is all we have planned for today normally we're just we frolic and we're merry and today we're having a party for Randall because it's his birthday. Right. Okay. And right all then, right. thank you. You start to hear like a commotion, like um on the far end of the crowd of animals. Like all of you would hear the oh, stop! What's, what's, what's going on? Uh, excuse me, Mister
2: Maya. Uh, I, I uh, just hold on. Go over to the party.
3: Here you go, Randall. We, we we got together and we made you this cake. It's got all your favorite stuff. Oh. I see the townspeople made you that cake, but uh, you know we just we just thought you deserve something special. Careful, there's a spring in it right there, and I think that's a banana peel oh, or an orange.
4: Oh, this it's my favorite. How do you yes. guys know? Some peanut <laughs> shells
1: sprinkled on top. You know.
0: Oh. Oh. happy birthday, Randall! So the commotion
1: is getting louder, Thanks, and you're able to see now. Uh, there is uh, a goat walking through. Uh, the crowd and everyone's kind of getting out of his way, and there's a, a weasel like perched up on his shoulder, uh, also an anthropomorph. Yes, weasel.
2: yes, uh, happy birthday and all. But um, I think our attention is uh, has been directed towards this um, this individual walking towards us, uh, this goat fellow.
5: Yeah. Do you think he's bringing a gift for Randall? I random, think he might weasel, be bringing a
2: denouement to the story.
1: So, as you're watching, the goat, like. It's clearly causing a fuss. He takes a bite out of Raven's food. He munches on the flowers. (gasps) Munches on the flowers outside of Bee's store. Uh, He takes a big bite out of the birthday cake, even though they haven't even lit the candles yet. No! Yeah. He's a jerk. What a ruffian. But he clearly wants more. And as he he sees you, and uh, Randall, he sees, you see him eyeing with his creepy rectangular goat Uh, eyes, Uh, (laughs) your bag, and Weasel, uh, sitting on his shoulder, sings out, A goat munching garbage, oh, so crude, transforming scraps into tasty food. Oh,
3: it rhymes, damn it.
1: For this clever Weasel, it's quite a sight, a goat and garbage, an odd delight. And the goat, Uh, like, tromps up to you. This is definitely a children's book.
0: I would really hoped it wouldn't be poetry.
1: I was going to make you guys speak in rhyme the entire time. I changed my mind on that. If you'd gotten to it last week, we would have.
0: <laughs> I mean, I could do no, it, Matt, just We're well so you past know. that
1: point in the story already. Um, so yeah, so the goat approaches. He's not saying anything, but he, he's making a move towards the uh, the bag that Randall always is carrying around. I'm going to kind
4: of clutch it a little tighter, kind of double put it under his arm. The, wait, my trash bag or my other bag? What's the other bag? Uh, never mind, just my yeah. trash bag. I mean, <laughs> the the bag
1: yeah. where you are always pulling stuff. Your bag of holding that you always have. That thing. <laughs> okay, yep. yep, that bag. Gotcha. Um, and he's like, he, g- he gets up close and he's like sniffing. Uh, I assume goats sniff, uh, <laughs> even though you have it in your armpit. That doesn't seem to deter him. Um, and he starts like trying to like paw into it. And Weasel says. Have a care, have a care, won't you share, won't you share?
4: Uh, sure, uh, you know, kind of, like, reach in and, like, take out, like, an old apple core and, like, give it to the goat. Yeah, here you go. Uh, The goat eats it, and Weasel says, an apple core? We want more! Okay, uh, how about this old orange?
1: An orange (laughs) peel? How do you think that makes me feel? (laughs) We want food!
0: Give us Wow, he's good. He's good!
4: <laughs> Randall, give him this persimmon. Okay, how about this persimmon and this piece of silver and this uh, swatch so
3: of you purple? Pull- you guys, the book is supposed to end the right way, remember? So as you keep
4: pulling
1: oh, stuff so out right. of the bag, messing with the, the goat. goat seems less grumpy and starts to have a little bit of a smile. D- okay. At this point, do I recognize the story? Uh, everyone roll history. <laughs> I don't know what else to roll besides history for this.
3: Uh, Literature. Twelve.
0: Eighteen.
3: Mm, Ten.
0: Fourteen.
2: <laughs>
1: it's an old sea shanty. <laughs> it's not. Twenty-five. Oh, right. oh. Tiburon and Sarsa, you definitely recognize it. You're like, I've, I've heard this. I've read this. Maybe it was read to you as a kid. Uh, Randall, you a hundred percent recognize this story. Uh, you uh, your your mother used to read this to you when you were growing up. Uh, it it lives in the garbage heap with you. It is called the Grey mm-hmm. Grumpy Goat. And you mm. know from having read it that it ends with the birthday party haver, um, which is not a possum name Randall in the book but but that doesn't seem to matter.
3: What is the possums yeah. named in the book?
1: It's not a possum. Oh, does anyone know this story? It's it's a it's a monkey named monkey in the book. Um, And yeah, so Randall knows the story. And in the book, it ends uh, by uh, the monkey sharing his his birthday uh, stuff with the goat. And the goat is happy. Sharing is caring. Uh,
4: Ah, goat. uh, Why don't you have some of my wonderful cake that everybody bought? And then everybody learns that sharing is nice. (laughs) Everyone goes... Are you sure you don't want to fight take his... Him, Randall? No, no, no. I think this is going to work. Everyone
1: says, yay! And you suddenly find yourself back in the library. (laughs) Uh, No damage is taken, but uh, Randall... You notice that your bag is actually lighter than normal, which is weird because it's a bag of holding. But you get this—you get the sense that it does, in fact, seem lighter uh, for the remainder of this uh, session, basically until a long rest. Um, You—if you'll have to roll two d6 whenever you go to take something out of the bag, and if it's a six, seven, or eight, uh, it's not there.
4: Okay, but cool.
3: Does six, he seven, have his eight. trash cake though?
4: Yes. I had to give it to the the no, no, you gave him the
1: real cake. The trash cake's still there. Um, Okay, but you good. That's the one. Also, uh, in addition to having that negative, you also gain for the uh, until the next long rest uh, plus two to your charisma score. Hey, yes, I'm now (laughs) (laughs)
3: likable.
1: So yeah, so you're all back in your normal shapes, back in the library, kind of looking around. I'm not an elephant anymore. (laughs) Goodness gracious! Whew. I feel lighter. You see a couple of, of surly looking teens uh lounging leaning up against like the side of one of the book stacks uh or bookshelves rather book stack would fall over. Uh and they say you're too late, you know. He's already won. You should just give up. Sounds like you need some cake. Would you like some cake? Uh no one wants your cake, rat. Oh
0: that's well, not very awesome. nice way to talk to somebody on their birthday. Now, you tell Timothy that he he can shovel it, right? Because we're coming for him. And compared to some of the things that we've been up against, he's nothing. He's just a small fry.
1: They, they scoff at you. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? Roll roll intimidation. Let's see if they scoff at you.
0: <laughs> oh no, that was a nat one. <laughs> uh, they they,
1: they scoff instead. They're gonna <laughs> scoff hard. <laughs> Like, this old lady knows anything, and they,
3: uh... Oh no, Jarek takes a step back from them.
1: (laughs) They both pull out their wands, and they point them at you. Sarsa, specifically, for that crack, they cast uh, a spell.
3: Jarek takes a step forward when they pull out wands. Of 28!
1: Ew, that's like ancient. (laughs) Uh... One of them's going to cast Acid Splash at you. Roll mm. a Dexterity Saving Throw. Plus five. And anyone that's uh, within, uh, and I guess Jarek also, because uh, you're standing close by. Go ahead and also roll a Dexterity yeah. Saving Throw. Uh,
0: it'll be an adjusted 27.
1: Oh man, 17. Okay, so those both miss. You both manage to jump out of the way of it. The other one, the the boy, casts Frostbite at you. Uh, roll, uh, so roll a constitution saving throw plus five.
0: Do I get plus five I on that so. one? Yeah. That'll be 18. Cool.
1: You succeed on that one as well.
0: Whew.
1: So you were scoffed at and made to feel old but you didn't take any damage. They uh, say it doesn't matter what you do. You've already lost and then they just turn their backs on you and walk down the stacks.
3: Has anybody read this book? Because please tell me it's a book where these kids get their heads smashed together. <laughs>
2: I don't think this is a book. I think this is all psychic or some sort of mental projection. They're feeding off of fears of ours.
3: So do we think there'll be any psychic damage if I smash their heads together? Because they were punks.
1: I don't know. Sarsa, do you still have your locate creature on Silius going on?
0: It's good for an hour.
1: They walked in the direction that your spell is telling you that Silius is.
0: Now, listen, we probably got uh, off on the wrong foot.
1: Oh, they just totally turned their back on you and just walked down. <laughs> like, they're just going.
0: Well, lads, I will say that I am still uh, tracking that Silius would be in the direction that these uh, little punks are walking. So maybe we head after them. I mean, Jarek, if you're thirsty for a fight, we could take them on, save ourselves some trouble later on. All right. Perhaps it's can serve our strength.
3: Yeah, come on. Let's follow him. And Derek does kind of a reaching out gesture towards Sarso, whether it's kind of like hand on her shoulder or reaching for her hand. Just however they connect. And Sarso, when that happens, you get like a strong jolt of what the amulet always tells you. Like a real big like reminder.
0: <sighs> she like flinches and pulls back uh you you lead the way i'll, I'll be behind you. you you really weren't supposed to be here
3: uh, all right we'll stay stay close so you guys are following and uh we'll head off okay. that way yeah
1: uh so you guys follow um they're always just like just you'll always see them just like rounding a corner but you're able to keep up with them um and
0: Sarge we'll take the rear like she purposefully pulls back and, and puts bodies between, them.
3: which is going to create a like an interesting little dance because Jarek will try to respect <laughs> that she wants distance, but stay just close enough to keep her in his aura, which is like five or ten feet. So as like she backs up, he kind of like drifts back a little bit, and they sort of like end up sort of like dancing through the crowd
1: a little. So bit. So you two are at the rear of the party. Who uh, uh, the other three of you? What what order would you take following these? These tween teens.
2: Oliver's gonna hang, hang back, and just kind of try to take in surroundings, look at, look at architectural structure, weak points, and try try to find what's real. You know, like if this is all very like, what's this library about? Are we still in the library? Uh, he's kind of questioning the surroundings at this point. Uh,
1: roll insight for me. How about? 15. Yeah, it seems like you're in the library still. Okay. You're not so sure about the actual teens, uh, what's going on with them, but you do seem to still be in the library. Uh, Tiburon, are you taking lead, then?
5: Yeah, Tiburon will take lead, and Tiburon will focus in on uh, um, on his uh, sense of smell. Since I was just a shark with a strong nose, maybe I can suss out these bloody miscreants and take a big whiff and see if uh my sense of smell Um, does anything (laughs) roll
1: perception (laughs) yeah 19 smells like books in here real real musty books and some 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 funk like you know like that smell that teenage boys have you smell that um it's (laughs) that way and you you kind of like Head in that direction. I mean, you can still see them like going around corners and stuff. But you sure, sure. I just make you, sure
5: that every time they go around the corner, I point them out to everyone. I'm like, they're going right, they're going left. You know, just just keeping everyone abreast of the situation as we dart through.
1: You round a corner, uh, Timuron, and then everyone follows not too far after. Um, mm-hmm. Roll a survival.
0: <gasps> oh no!
5: Ah, uh, just a ten.
1: Okay. We're gonna hang on to that 10. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for that again ten, in a minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you uh, when you round the corner, you are immediately pounced upon by a book and it it actually snatches you up. Ugh! The rest of you arrive just in time to see him getting pulled through and then the book like belches out uh, an older per an older gentleman like not old old, but like you know, an adult dressed in like tweed and with like a robe sort of open, uh, on them. Um, like a, like an academics robe, not like a house robe. (laughs) Um, and, uh, there's a couple other teenagers like lounging around in this area. Uh, the, the book then tips on its side. It's a, it's one of those big books. It's a, it's a thick fat book and it tips on its side and opens its mouth hungrily. Uh, and a big ugly tongue snakes out. Uh everyone except for Tiburon, roll initiative. Tiburon! To cut to Tiburon real quick. This is what oh, you hear in your head, uh, Tiburon. Uh-oh. Tibby was nervous about his first day at the Red Wiven School for Magicians. He knew he was going to stand out, having come from a long line of fighters and not magicians. And he certainly didn't know any of the students there. But Tibby had always had an interest in the arcane arts. And so, with the help of his neighbor, a teacher at the school, he was able to convince his parents to let him attend. Looking up at the vast, shining school, Tibby steals himself and crosses the threshold into the school proper. Um, And this is where your survival role is going to come in play. Because you rolled low, uh, you, uh, as you're crossing the threshold into the school trip and fall flat on your face right in front of everybody and all of the students point and laugh you even see a couple of the teachers like you know cover their mouths and like snort laugh and you you kind of pick yourself off um but we're going to cut back outside we're going to come back to you throughout so back outside uh we've got a bunch of really bad (laughs) initiative rolls you guys are all going to be after the other creatures who was second i guess just awful i mean we rolled awful i guess. Randall, you were second in that pack based on where everyone else said they were. So the book is going to go after...
4: I hate books. I've only read that one.
1: (laughs) The tongue lashes out towards you. 18 to hit? Yep, that'll hit. Um, So wait, we're fighting a giant book. Another giant book? There is a giant book, a fat one this time, as opposed to the skinnier scrolls that you've had in the past. And also there is an adult and several teenagers. The book just happened to have the highest initiative. So it went first. So the the tongue lashes out and it it grabs you um, and starts to pull you towards its mouth. You are grappled on your turn. If you make it that far, you can attempt to escape, uh, Uh but not yet. Okay. So just grappled. No other. Uh, You take seven bludgeoning damage. Thank you for reminding me. The adult, you see him concentrate for a moment, and then he, like, shapeshifts into a giant ape. And he charges uh, towards... Let's go with Oliver. Oh my goodness. He is very large. And he is going to first try to punch you with his fist. Uh, That is a... Oh, wow. A 21 to hit? Yeah, that hits. Okay. Uh, You take uh, 22 bludgeoning damage. Yikes. He's going to try to hit you with his other fist. Uh, But that is a 12, so I'm assuming that's going to miss. That will miss. Okay. ape just kind of stands in front of you. Ooh. (laughs) Jarek, you are actually up next.
3: All right. Are these the same surly teenagers or different ones? Two of
1: them look like they're the same surly teenagers, but there are other surly teenagers as well.
3: How many surly teenagers am I looking at in total? All told seven. Okay. I'm going to walk up to them and be like, listen up, you kids. And, uh. Man, I don't know, probably not hit them with swords. But they did shoot acid at us recently. So they're definitely, like, sortable, right? He will cast... I don't have any good spells for scolding children. So he'll cast Bless on Oliver, Sarsa, and since it's his birthday, Randall. So that'll be an action. Add d4s to attack rolls and saving throws for the next minute. That's his action. And he'll just get in front of the surly teenagers and be like, listen, you kids, like, I know you think you're cool, but when I was your age, I, I thought I was cool. And you know what? I, I wasn't cool. And so well, you're not what cool. Neither You really now do, hey, what, what? Yeah, maybe. But, you know, I could show you a thing or two. And he just sort of like, "Ew!" he's going to do his best to sort of just like take up their attention over there. Cool. I'll say the the two, the two specifically that had
1: attacked you before the two that you were like, cause they're all kind of scattered around. So I'll say you Go went ahead. at, you went at those two. Uh, right. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, For sure. It's going to be the student's turn now. Uh, all of them.
2: Hey, Matt, could I have used a reaction against the ape? Um, I have a, a reaction when a creature misses me a battle maneuver sure. just retroactively. I don't think it's going to do much, but uh, so it's uh riposte. When a creature misses you with a melee attack, I can use my reaction and expend a superiority die to make a melee attack weapon against it. Oh, okay. And then add the superiority die to the attack's damage roll on a hit. So I'm going to try to hit it. 30
1: to hit. Uh, That's going to hit, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm Yep.
2: Okay. That'll be...
1: So, 12. 12 damage. A bludgeoning. All right. He takes the damage. Take that, primate! Seven, seven students is too many. I'm going to retcon it and say five.
0: <laughs>
1: the two that Go. you had and three others. It's too much for me to handle. If it helps, if you, you can just kind of roll for all of them. Oh, I yeah. am. And they
3: all do the same thing. <laughs> like teenagers do.
1: So there's the three that are not immediate, that Jarek did not accost. And then there's the two that he did. So the three that didn't, I'll turn invisible. Hmm. The two that are in front of Jarek, they're going to do another, they're they're, the same moves that they did before. So give me a dexterity saving throw for the acid splash. And if Sarsa is within five feet of you,
3: uh, also her. Oh, crit. That's a 32 for my dex saving throw. You you dodge ooh. you dodge so well that you even
1: manage to dodge. Uh, so Sarsa doesn't even need to roll like that. all was. the acid um, Push it back at them. <laughs> uh, and then the other one does its uh, convenient. Uh, what did I do before? Frostbite. Yeah. So give me a con saving throw just from Jarek. Uh, Eleven. Uh, that hits you. <laughs> okay, uh, you take nine cold damage, and you have disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll that you make before the end of your next turn. That will bring us to Oliver.
2: Uh, yes, okay, well, I am engaged with this ape, mm-hmm. uh, so I will uh, attack it with f- my fervor and my staff of striking. All Twice, uh, 17 to hit. That'll hit. And, oh dear. Only a fourteen on that one.
1: That'll also hit.
2: Oh, all okay. right. Big ape, easy to hit. Twenty-three. I'm gonna attempt a stunning strike on the Ooh. ape. Okay. With a key point, so it has to make a uh, it has to make a con save DC uh, it rolled, seventeen.
1: It rolled a nat twenty.
2: <laughs> oh. Uh, Twenty-four. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, it succeeds. So it's not stunned. You hit it, but it kind of like shrugs it off. Uh, all right, fine. Well, <laughs> all right, then more punches for you then. Uh, so I'm going to use another key point to do flurry of blows. It's going to be 13 to hit. Mm-hmm. It hits. And 12 to hit. Yes, that hits. 21 points of bludgeoning damage. Nice. Okay. Bam, bam, solar plexus, bam, jawline. Oh,
1: The ape looks angry. (laughs) (laughs) That's it for me. I'll stay where I am. Sarsa.
0: The five guys still standing. The one that's closest to us was which one? So
1: there's the the two you can see um, because three of them went invisible. The two you can see are the same ones that you already had that run in with outside of the children's book. They're standing right in front of Jarek. There's a boy and a girl.
0: She'll close the distance between her and Jarek. And then, I'm going to cast a destructive wave. Mm. Uh, Sarsa takes her mace and she holds it up and it's like bright light and then she slams it down on the floor and then you see a big white wave explode out um, and every creature that's basically not us within thirty feet has to make a constitution Constitution saving throw, five d six thunder damage, and then five d six radiant damage. And if they fail, they are not right. prone. Uh,
1: I'm gonna roll for the ape first. Okay, the giant ape got an eighteen. I'm just gonna roll for. Oh, oh no, they have a plus zero on con. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually roll two separate ones. Uh, one for the two, and one for the rest. Um, okay, the two succeed. Um, The ones that you can see the three that were invisible, they get hit with like, as this wave comes through, uh, it just like smashes into them. Their invisibility immediately breaks and you can see them and uh, go ahead and roll damage for them.
0: The full damage would be 14 thunder damage. So if if they saved then they take okay, half. So
1: everyone takes half. And
0: then it'll be twenty-two radiant damage. So the
1: three that were invisible are all just they're just knocked out. The two that are up also took damage.
0: <laughs> they take half.
1: They don't look good, but they're still up.
0: That's what you get when you call people old. Don't be old then. Okay. I'm like a fine wine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ew, alcohol's gross. That's even worse than calling her
1: old. <laughs> uh, all right. um where are we? Is that it for your turn, Sarsa?
0: Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's all you that's got, all
1: got. Uh, taking out half of the people. <laughs> um, awesome. Then yep. Randall, you are currently what did I say grappled. Yep, grapple. And you are being pulled uh, like there's been like a slow a slow drag towards uh,
4: this book the whole time. All right, well. I can't do anything if I can't get out of the grapple. So I'm going to try and get out of the grapple. That's just a strength check. 11. It doesn't work and you are pulled into the book. No.
1: (laughs) The book closes and the little tongue goes (laughs) and like licks its pages. (laughs) I don't
4: know. Oh, no. Cool.
1: Uh, That takes us back to the top of the round and into the book where we find uh, Tiburon standing in the orientation room. In the orientation room, Tibby stands isolated from his fellow classmates. He sees a sea of students broken off into their own individual cliques, pointedly ignoring him. And several of his teachers are milling around near the front of the room, admiring a statue of several figures that surround a golden teardrop. Feeling awkward in his own skin... Tibby looks around and realizes he's nearly a head taller than any of the other students he sees, who are all giving him sidelong glances. But he sees a familiar face. His neighbor, Professor S. Uh, Tiburon, you will immediately recognize this as Sileus.
5: Sileus, it's me,
1: Tibby. He's a, hes like a crossroom, so you're going to go over to Oh, him?
5: okay. <laughs> yeah. I move over. And then yeah, I you whisper across the room.
1: All right. Uh, as he makes his way across the room to say hello to the only person in the room he knows, his way is suddenly blocked by a weaselly looking boy, flanked by several large, but still smaller than Tibby, of his toadies. Roll insight for me. Insight. Okay. All right. That is going to be a 17. You're pretty sure that's Timothy. Timothy. But like a younger version of him. He says scraggly oh if it isn't the fighter boy tibby are you sure you're cut out for this magic is more than just punching things you know and everyone in earshot laughs as this happens uh, this is right when randall shows up having also gotten pulled through the book he shows up like right next to you
4: randall (laughs) Uh, 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 don't eat me oh (laughs) oh hey Uh,
5: (laughs) you might have your spells and whatever but i've got randall he's a real sorcerer
1: oh you've got you're familiar with you how cool that was sarcasm in case you were too dumb to realize it hey you kids
4: got a bad attitude and you better ship up or shape out
1: tell them you guys look like you're about to come to blows or some sort of fight but the teacher, one of the teachers stands up and says okay now everyone sit down sit down Time for orientation. Tiburon, you look around, but you don't see Silius slash Professor S anymore. Uh, He seems to have wandered off.
5: Uh, I tell Randall, I think I spotted Silius, but I don't see him no more. Just just stay with me, all right?
1: The older teacher starts droning on about rules and the special statue, but you guys are talking amongst yourselves and tuning them out, as are most of the students in the room. Okay. We come back out. The book is gonna go after Sarsa. Uh, it's a gnat one. It misses. <laughs> it like opens its mouth to like grab you with its tongue. And you know that thing when like your jaw locks up, you're like ah that happens to it, but it's a book. It's spine cracked.
0: Does anyone feel a breeze in here just now? Or is that just me?
1: Uh, book is done. Uh, Ape is going to continue its fight with uh Oliver. Uh, going to hit you with a fist. That's a 27 to hit. <laughs> that will indeed uh, strike me. I'm <laughs> rolling really well with him. 12 damage bludgeoning. And then it's going to swing it with the other fist, which misses. Bah. Gonna take uh, this is reaction? another
2: round, right? Yep. Okay, I'm going to use another superior to die to attack it. Great. Ha! Dodges, weaves,
1: attacks. 19 to hit. Hits. 19 bludgeoning damage. All Uh, and it goes to Jarek, standing in front of the two remaining students.
3: All right. Because they're children, I'm going to do it non-lethally. I'm going to hit them very hard so they don't stand back up. Okay. So I will attack. Two attacks, hopefully one and then the other, to finish them off. First attack, 28.
1: Wow, that's going to hit?
3: That's going to do 16 damage.
1: The boy that you just hit is, like, he's staggered, but he's still up, but he... He looks a little like cross eyed.
3: Hmm. Not looking good. Yeah, I'll just finish him off then. So I'll hit him again. Go oh, it. it's a. Tw- well, I rolled a one. So I think on an attack, that's a fail. So.
1: Yeah, that'll miss. And he kind of like, huh? Ha, ha ha. You missed. God, you're so annoying. Why don't you stop? It's their turn now, unless you have more to do.
3: I mean, can I bonus action something? shove him with a shield i haven't used any movement can i just try to like knock him over (laughs) knock him to the ground see if he'll just like give up sure do whatever i can to convince him to like give it up stop being such a jerk
1: go ahead and give me a strength roll 18 17 so yeah that Hmm. works you knock him to the floor and he he was at mm. 1 hp like you almost knocked him out with the breeze. uh so that that's enough he he hits the ground with just enough force or he just
3: it falls on his butt and then he just falls back and he's out so i'll turn to the other one and be like you want some of that or do you just want to stop all right you can study maybe you can do some volunteer hours there's a lot of better ways to spend your time is that is that the end of your turn yes
1: she doesn't have any quippy comebacks for that one nice Making progress, um, but she does take a step away, but she, she misty steps away and oh. uh, ends up on the other side of the room. Um, and then it's gonna fire. Which one was she? She was acid. Uh, she's gonna fire the uh acid at you. So go ahead and give me a dex. Uh, who me? Yeah, you, yeah. Kids today, I know, right?
3: 19.
1: That will uh, it's gonna miss, it's not cool. gonna happen. Is anyone within five feet of you right now?
3: Mm.
0: I am
1: Dex saving, sorry
0: That's going to be a 7
1: 7, okay, you are going to get hit with some acid damage
0: Oh wait, but I'm plus 5 mm-hmm. to saves, oh. right? So it'll be a twelve. 12 uh, And I can use my Hang on, don't tell me, because I can use my D4 mm-hmm.
3: yeah.
0: That'll be 12 plus 4 So it'll be 16
3: There we
1: go That succeeds Yeah 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 <laughs> You needed that last little bit, though, so good job. Yeah. She's like, whatever, lame. Uh, (laughs) I don't know what kids say these days. I should. I have a teenager. I should know these things. Okay, so that's their turn. There's no other kids. It's going to go to Oliver. I'm still engaged with the ape,
2: who is beating me very solidly, and I am a bit jealous of Zasa, who is taking care of some (laughs) opponents, and I'm still... Battling this beast. I don't like battling beasts. For the record, I, I I generally am a fan of beasts, but this one is unusually aggressive. So, I just want everybody to know that it's not good to
1: fight the wildlife. I, I will say after that, after the last round of hits, he's not looking great
2: uh, anymore. All right, I'm I'm merely going for an unconscious attack. I don't want to kill it. I just want to knock it out so to speak. So, I'm going to take my staff and hit it uh, over the head. Um, That is going to be 20, dirty 20. Hits. Second attack will be an 18. Also hits. 29 total damage bludgeoning. Uh, Still
1: standing, but not well.
2: Uh, I'm going to use um, a key point to uh, once again have them Attempt to do a con save for a stunning strike. Uh, twelve. Twelve. That fails. So it is stunned. I'm stunned. Excellent. Until the end of my next turn, cool. so I will. <laughs> I will. Uh, yeah, that that's good. I will take the advantage uh, to use another key point to attack it with advantage. Do it now that it's stunned. Unarmed strike. Plus D4. Three 19 to hit. It's going to hit. 127 to hit.
1: Also hits.
2: And 11. So 22 additional points of bludgeoning
1: damage. <laughs> Just knocks him out. Oh! oh. <laughs> the giant eight falls Man. to the floor and like shrinks in on himself and becomes that the adult in the like tweed and the and the robe. Ah! <laughs> I don't feel so bad now. He was
2: a pompous gentleman all along. On the floor. If I see... um. Salias or the, the other guy the the Timothy uh, Timothy that I don't think I've seen Timothy before, but I from descriptions yeah I don't think
1: you would have So oh, no yeah I'll you just... did you did uh he was in the library when you came back uh, after they all came back from their time travel adventure.
3: Yeah, you hung out with him a little bit.
1: okay, I'll make my way towards the action there Sarsa your turn. You've got a book near you and a student on the other side of the room a snotty teenage.
0: Well, I'm a little underimpressed with the book and I have, it's personal with the students. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I'm going to cast sacred flame on the student dex save.
1: Uh, Eight.
0: And that'll be 11 radiant damage.
1: She like staggers back, uh, but she's still up.
0: That'll do me. That's all I'm going to do.
1: Top of the round. We're back in the school. Today is the day. Tibby has his first magic lessons, and he couldn't be more excited because his teacher is Professor S. Professor S, Salias, is standing at the front of the class, kind of like walking through among the tables of students there, and he's explaining about Minor Illusion and having them all practice it. Professor S strolls through the classroom saying, Minor Illusion is a very basic spell, but it has many uses. From distracting your opponent to tricking them into harming themselves. It's a very important thing for you to learn. Tibby, why don't you give us a demonstration? And he like waves you up to the front of the class. Randall, you're also in class sitting next to tibby, just FYI. All right, I'm going to make a paper airplane. <laughs> It's harder with
2: scrolls to do that because they're all like, keep
1: rolling cramped. up. It's, yeah. <laughs> so Tibby, uh, so Tiburon, uh, you've been called to the front of the class by Professor S.
5: Uh, before
1: going up there, I lean over toward Randall, who I assume is sitting
5: close. And I'm like, we should find a way to get Silius out of here.
4: Okay. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I guess he would have seen Silius, so okay. Yeah, you yeah let's, yeah, let's get him out of here. What do you want to do? Do you want to kidnap
5: him? Do you want to put a bag over his head? And I'll go do whatever rigmarole's being asked to do, but you keep an eye out for anyone acting weird. Especially that one. I'm pointing at time these general direction, assuming I know where it is.
1: You got it. Come up to the front of the class. You're standing next to Salias. Go ahead and roll Arcana for me.
5: Alright. 19, baby. Cool. Uh,
1: you actually you manage uh, what... what what is the illusion uh that you would cast? Something small.
5: Oh, I'm going to do an illusion of uh Timothy but getting smaller and becoming a weasel.
1: <laughs> you hear you hear some laughter from uh, the other kids in the class. Uh even the professor is like stifling a bit of a, a laugh. Very good to me. Uh, coming along very well just as I knew you would. Uh you may have a seat. The lesson continues and we cut back outside. The book is up. The book is going after Jarek. Bring it, it's book. Uh, that's an 11 to hit. Not going to hit. Ta- it's going to try to bite you now. <laughs> it's also an 11. Come on, book. You can do better than that. So it misses both times. Um, that takes us to
3: Jarek. All right. <laughs> so he's going to like glare at the girl over in the corner and be like, I'm looking at you. Stay put. And uh, go back and attack the book. I guess maybe I'll drop a Hexblade's Curse on the book. Once per short rest. Do I want to do that? The book hasn't really been beat up yet, but it has swallowed several of us? Yep. Okay. At least two. I mean, I want my friends that the book ate back. So Mm -hmm. I'm probably thinking a little bit in terms of like, do we need to go in there? Can I make it throw up? Can we... Maybe I want to try to like grab onto the tongue, or like attack the tongue, see if it's got a gag reflex, that sort of thing. I'm gonna do attacks, but like if I can make any like a success in that direction, that's what I'm thinking. You're specifically targeting the the tongue. Is that correct? That's what I'm thinking. Yes.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, roll an attack.
3: Mm, not great. 15.
1: Uh, that's gonna hit, but also, so go ahead and roll damage, um, and then I'm gonna have you do one other thing.
3: I have a second attack. Damage will be 12. Give me it before you do the second attack, give me a,
1: uh, a strength saving throw. Uh,
3: 16.
1: The tongue tries to yeah. get you, but it, nope. it does not succeed. Uh, okay. Go ahead and do your second attack.
3: Oh, 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 it's almost a crit, but instead it was a two. So 13 total.
1: It was almost a crit, but it was a two. Uh. Um, I know they're right now. I was using virtual
3: uh, dice, and it did the thing where it like was on the edge of a like, 20. <laughs> yes. Uh, sorry, uh, what, what was the total attack? 13. That hits. Plus a d4, but that doesn't matter. Next damage, 11 damage.
1: And you're still going after the tongue there?
3: Yes. Then give me another strength saving throw. 20. You're good. Remember. All right. It is the girl's
1: turn now. She mm-hmm. is mad. And she is gonna shoot. She's gonna splash the acid. She's gonna go off, uh, throw it right in the middle of all three of you guys. Dang! So, Jarek, Sarsa, and Oliver, please give me a dexterity saving throw.
3: Teenagers plus D4 for each of you, plus 5. 15 for Jarek. Okay. Did
0: you did you do another D4? Or is that the original one?
3: That is the D4 for bless plus my five for the aura. If you are still close to me, which you might not be, uh, they they would be if they're getting hit by the. Yeah, they're they're all like right next to you. All at right, the moment. Sars
1: so so I got a 14.
3: Actually, Sarsa's 6 because we still have a warding bond. She's going to be real hard to hit.
1: I got a 21. Cool. Uh, the acid splashes, but none of it actually hits any of you. She's like, ugh! Crosses her arms. Looks more sullen, if that's possible. We are on Oliver. You got a book and a girl. You're near the book. Girl's on the other side of the room.
2: The girl who just tried to splash me with acid and a book that presumably ate two of my Party members. Hmm. Hmm. Um. I will jump in the book.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sploosh. You're in the book. Hey! What, I was
3: fighting that. <laughs> Are we going in the book? To Sarsa? Are we going in the book? It is Sarsa's turn.
0: I, I. I guess we're going in the book. Uh, okay. Let's do it.
1: It's not Jarek's turn yet, so Sarsa jumps in the book, but Jarek's still outside, so it's just you and the girl in the book left outside, but we're going to cut back into the book. <laughs> Tiburon and Randall, what you guys would see is that as you've been going to school there for the last couple of months, <laughs> the the school no, seems sorry. to be like... <laughs> We've been going to the school for the last couple of yeah. months? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been some time from your perspective.
3: No. It's like
1: that episode of Star Trek, The Next Generation, where Picard has the flu. No, no, yeah. that's... <laughs> yeah but what you've noticed is that like the school which had been shiny and new and pristine is starting to look corrupted and gross and like crumbly and there's fewer students and teachers around no one seems to be acknowledging this but it's just what's going on tibby and his three friends are sitting in professor s's office (laughs) tibby's hand is wrapped in a bandage professor s says Tibby, you know that students are not to touch the tear of the druid's statue. It is dangerous magic, far too powerful for one such as yourself. You mustn't let yourself be goaded into this foolishness by the other students. You're better than this. Why, if I hadn't stopped you from grabbing the tear... And he looks up and and notices Sarsa for the first time. You see, like, a twinkle come back into his eyes for just a second. Like the silliest that, that you know. And he, he shakes his head. He grabs you by your shoulders, uh, Tyrone. He says, "Tyrone, you must get the tear before the book ends. Remember, you're more than just a fighter. Use what you've learned. And then he's back to Professor S. Why, if I hadn't stopped you from grabbing the tear, it would have been very bad for, for you to touch it. It, it. it would have been bad, don't. And then he grabs his head and falls to the floor with a scream.